0: Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, where it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and many more. Guys, it's everything you need to make a podcast. Honestly, it just takes for you to really get started. Go ahead and download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm and look forward to seeing you create your show. Yes. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Inspire Before You Expire podcast. I am your host, Terrell Sumter. It's a great day to have a great day. Oh, man, I have a special treat for you guys today, man. Um, I must say, I thank you guys for even subscribing. Thank you for supporting through this journey, you know. Um, and we're here to bring you somebody special today, a gentleman who travels around the world, a father first, an entrepreneur, a coach also a freedom um also a freedom lover as well you know i'm here to guys to introduce you guys to you know a fellow friend of mine somebody i connected with through via social media and somebody just continue to build that relationship with guys i'm here to introduce you to my man mr david nord dave how's it going in,
1: brother? how are you terrell good to be here man i'm excited to be with you uh i got a lot of great things that i want to discuss with you today so um um, it's a pleasure, and I feel
0: blessed. Absolutely, hey, thank you so much for taking time out your schedule, man, to set this up with me, man, and and get on here. Um, I know we've uh, connected, man, in the last few weeks, and just always been in consistent communication. So I thank you for that, man. Um, so I wanted to get on, man, and start off and ask you uh, with um, this question here, man. It's uh, you know, because I have people that come onto the show and people from different walks of life. So why is it people should listen to you? You know, what is, you know, what is that passion? You know, what are you mostly passionate about?
1: That's a great question. So um, my goal, my passion, my mission is to get people turned on. And obviously in the right way, um, it, I'm talking about turned on, meaning when you walk outside of your door, when you go to grab the handle for the front door in the morning and you go to present yourself to the world and step outside that you are on, you flipped The on switch, that's what I mean by turn on. There's an on switch in your mind. And what's happening is as technology starts to creep more and more and more into our lives, takes over more and more of our time, occupies more and more of our brain, what is going to happen is there's going to be a premium place on personality. There's going to be a premium place on the human side of connecting. Okay? So what I want to do is I want to find the balance. My goal is for everybody listening right now, there's a balance in your life that you're going to need. But if you are not turned on and you allow it to take over, what's going to happen is you're going to be like that frog that gets put in the, in the pan and the, and the water gets turned up and he doesn't realize it's starting to boil until it's too late. So technology is going to creep in your life and it already has. Everybody on this thing, Terrell, has a cell phone. Everybody listening. Everybody texts. Everybody is probably on social media. Um, the question is, and I have this for you, how much of your life do you want it to consume? Because you can have the best intent, but what will happen is you're going to let it creep and creep and creep because you don't realize it's taken over until one day you say, wait a minute. I need a good friend somewhere I can go and talk to somebody in person, or I need, I need, to, I need a community. I need someone I can, I can worship with. I need someone I can mastermind with. And you're going to say, all I have is this phone and the social media. And that's not the community we're looking for. So I'm not telling you to put away your phones. I'm not telling you to put away social media. I'm telling you, I'm going to give you a a recipe and a plan to balance your life and, and still remain human while taking advantage of the best parts of technology, which we're doing right now. This is a great part of technology that I want to embrace. I want to embrace this because this gives us the ability to talk um, to a lot of people, it gives us the ability to talk over over oceans, between walls that may break us down, that may uh, separate us. So this is a great thing. That's my it. mission. Man.
0: I love it. Hey, thank you so much, man. Um, yes, man. Pure, just authenticity and human connection. You know, like you said, you know, we have the telephones nowadays, but some of us are just scrolling, 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 versus where you can really connect. You know, you can really find people from this place locally or maybe globally somewhere like overseas and connect with them and speak of speak with them and build that relationship about what you got going on and, you know, business and everything else. And I think that's amazing, man, for even sharing that and diving deep into that, you know. Um, So I thank you, man, for sharing that. Um, The next question I have for you, uh, as you speak of. You know, connection and human connection, man, and knowing that your background consists of coaching and coaching people to help them dive more into their purpose, their calling and connecting with people as well and building community, um, as you mentioned before. So when did this journey um, begin with you? You know, uh,
1: that's a good question. That's a good question. Well, the, journey's, the journey begins from the minute we, we take a breath into this world. We're being shaped every single day of our lives. We're being shaped, right? Um, everything that happens in your youth shapes you to the person you're going to be. So the journey, it obviously, is a, is a lengthy one, but let's, let's get to the meat and potatoes. The journey is both one that comes a, as, a, as a collision between my personal life, and, and my love life, a collision between that and a collision between my career <clears throat> and a collision, collision between my faith. So those are the big three. In your life right now, anybody that's listening, ask yourself, the big three, if you're 20, if you're 40, if you're 80, you're always gonna have these three. What's, what's my personal life going on? What's, what's going on with my love life? Who's around me that cares about me? Then there's like, what am I doing for money? Okay? what's my professional life and then the last one is is really about where, where's my spirit at where's my faith going so these have all been a collision of things that for them for the greater part of my life I had no direction I kind of thought I knew what I wanted to do but I did not I, I, I went into journalism so I was a sports reporter for 15 to I would say for the better part of 15 to 20 years of my life give or take Um, Some different types of writing that I did, but I was always a journalist. So I learned a lot. I spent my whole life, guess what, guys? Spent my whole life interviewing people. Spent my whole life listening to stories. Listening to stories. And trying to interpret those stories. Trying to interpret the feelings that one person gave me and put them into a, a clear and concise story that was compelling. Okay? And then my wife came into my life. And she, and she started to open my eyes to bigger and better things, entrepreneurship. And she even opened my eyes to my faith. So then my faith is that third component that's always been there since the time I was a little kid. But now it drives me. Now it inspires me. Now I use that. So I love to talk about how to get the most out of your life from being turned on. And when I say turned on, again, I'm, I'm going to define this for you guys. Listen up. When I say turned on, I mean this. If you care about something, you give it intention. Caring equals intention. I care about my body and, and, and my health, so my intention is to feed it good. I'm, I'm giving an intention. If I care about my marriage and I care about the way that I raise my children, I have intention behind that. If I care about my business and making money, I put intention behind that. So turning on simply means I'm giving it intention. And that's why I use the simple visual of putting your hand on that door in the morning or stepping into a coffee shop or an office or wherever you may be, the church. When you open that door and you put your hand on it, you have a choice that you're going to make. You either tune out and you go on cruise control and you get seduced by technology or you turn on. And when you turn on, now you're making an intentional choice to say, I'm going to open my eyes. I'm going to put my phone away. I'm going to look for people in that room who are equally turned on. And those are going to be the people that are going to really enhance my life.
0: Wow. Dave, Dave, Dave. I love that, man. Yes, man. um, Absolutely. And I love how you broke it down as well as knowing that you worked for the NFL one time and you, you did do this for a period of time as a journalist. And then, you know, along that journey, you still was trying to find something. Yeah. still was trying to create something. And, you know, your wife came into your life and kind of helped you shift that perspective even more.
1: Always and, learning. We're always learning.
0: Absolutely, man. Um, an intention. I love that. You know, how you
1: tell me real quick, why that, why that NFL and the writing part is important because I learned, again, we're always learning. I learned that there's a story. So if you guys watched a football game last week, you're going to open the page and you're going to hear what the score was. You're going to hear how many yards a guy rushed for or passed for, how many turnovers there were. Those are the statistics. Those are the meat and potatoes, which are important. But there's also the story behind the story. And for this particular case, let's take Tom Brady, where he came from. What he had to do, he was, he was a six-round draft pick, almost didn't get picked, Didn't have. doesn't even run a, a sub-540, um, doesn't have a, the strongest arm in the league. Uh, what did he have to overcome? There's the story there. So there's the human story, and the human story is where the connection comes. So if I'm selling a product, how does this go? Because my course is called Personality to Profit. So, if I'm selling a product or I have a mission to grow a brand, where does the story come in? I, I can tell you uh, what my product costs. I can tell you the, the products. I mean the features and benefits of my product. But that's that's like telling you uh, you know how many yards a guy passed for. I gotta I gotta give you the the real feeling, the the story behind the story. Why my product will affect how it will change your life not just what it consists of or how much it costs, but how it change your life. And that's where we talk about journalism coming into something that's, I thought it was going to be gone. When the newspapers started shrinking, you know, you're, you're a young guy. When's the last time you picked up an actual newspaper? You get your news from the internet, you get your news from social media. So when I saw the physical newspaper shrinking, I knew I was in trouble. I'm like, there's not going to be a job for me. Right. You gotta, you gotta have vision to see what's coming down the, the line. So for a while, I thought my journalism career was over and all that stuff I had learned was for naught. But now, look at it. You could turn that same thing because life is always going to be about stories. And the best minds in business, the the Warren Buffetts, um, will tell you that one thing can increase your your bottom line and how much money you make uh, by 50%, and that's personality. That's being able to... Uh, speak and write and really take an emotion or an idea and articulate it or write it down so that's what I'm doing now and that's why it's important to know that we're all storytellers and we all have to be able to communicate as human beings if we just rely on emojis and we just rely on um, likes and hearts man it's not gonna get it done
0: all right, all right. So true, man. So true. So let me ask you though, man. Um, why is it important? You know, like entrepreneurship. You know, why, why go, why go down that lane? Because you see, like you say, technology. But nowadays, everybody wants to be an entrepreneur, right? Yeah. You know. Um. So why entrepreneurship after journalism after writing? Why entrepreneurship?
1: Well, there's a very good reason for that is because um, there's, there's two ways you can go. You can take control or you can give up control. The more control that you have, the, the greater responsibility you have, but the greater really job security. So people used to think that being in a nine to five, uh, working for a corporation, that's job security. I mean, my dad taught me that. you got to grow up. you got to go to college. you got to get a job because that's where the security is. Well, guess what? That's that's a falsity, that's a lie. What will happen is you'll work for a company who's worried about their bottom line. They're worried about, you know, their butt. Um, And when you get old, and they can replace you, and they can pay somebody less money, they're gonna do that. They're not worried about you. There is no loyalty in business. There is loyalty in entrepreneurship, because guess what? It's what you make of it. You wanna control your destiny. And the only way to do that is to go into business for yourself. That's why you see so many people doing it these days. Because people want to have longer, more fruitful lives. They want to work on their terms. They want to work where they want to work from, when they want to work. And the only way to do that is to go into business for yourself. And, and there's, plenty of, there's plenty of space. You just got to have an idea and, and believe in it a thousand percent. And then, you know, do the follow through. That's the most important
0: wow definitely man that's a major uh that's an important key too as well like you say finally you know doing something for yourself and not worrying about getting up in the morning and allowing yourself to that alarm clock to be you know so i thank you for taking time to really go deep and dive deep into that man i must sure, say let me I'm
1: me. one thing deeper because I, I need to tell you and your listeners i need to give you a visual i don't Absolutely. just want to give you theories, but i want to give you Things that everybody knows. I, I work a lot from pop culture, and I work a lot from music and TV, meaning examples. So let's take the show Shark Tank. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it's an entrepreneur show. It's one of the most popular shows on TV, and it's all about being an entrepreneur, having an idea. So if anybody out there has ever watched even five minutes of Shark Tank, you know that one of the most important things, no matter how great their idea is, no matter how revolutionary it is, they have to present it to the sharks. They must convince the sharks on how to do that. And you don't just put your idea up there with a set of instructions. They have to articulate their vision. They have to use their personality. They have to use their charisma. They have to be able to communicate with each one of those sharks on stage to say, this is my idea, but here's how it's gonna work. So, You can't just be an idea person, and you can't just be a philosopher. You have to have a great idea and be able to articulate it. And we're going to use the word sell, but sell really is a big word that is associated with money. And I like to use it, but really you're just trying to convince people. If I want to convince you that my football team is better than your football team, I can have statistics, but I'm going to have to articulate those statistics in a way that convinces you. We see it in politics, we see it in sports, you see it in your love life, you're always trying to convince somebody that you have a better way. If you are promoting your podcast, you're gonna have to articulate yourself in a way that says, listen to this, here's the reasons why. That's where I come in, that's where I take profit and, and match it to your personality because if you can articulate your vision, if you have the charisma and the body language and the passion behind your voice, more people are going to go to your podcast. So no matter who you are, we can do this. And the Shark Tank is just a great example of what it takes to get it done.
0: No, I love that example though. I definitely love that example. I love that show too as well, man. You know, um, but I definitely, man, I wanted to definitely go on to the next question, man, with asking you, um, because, you know, uh, I know that you have your hands in many things, man. And, um, you know, I wanted to go on to asking you more because I know you're currently, you know, writing a book as well. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so, you know, what is your book about, man? Is it based on, you know, entrepreneurship and everything, you know, of that nature? If you can, like, share with the audience. So sure. It was-
1: yeah, so I'm glad you asked and thank you. The book is almost done. It'll be out this summer and it's called Turned On. Again, we're going back to that simple phrase. I want that phrase to resonate with people because it's such an easy concept. Terrell, what is easier than the concept of flipping on a switch mentally for people to picture? So I want it to, hey, here's how you turn on your faith, right? If you don't have faith, here's how you turn it on. You start to read. You start to dive into it. It's as simple as flipping a switch or opening a book. Um, turn on your morning. Here's how you turn on your morning. You get up half hour earlier. You flip that switch in your mind that says, I'm not going to hit the snooze button. How do you turn on your marriage? Well, you turn on your marriage by turning on your bedroom, and that's not necessarily a sexual thing. That really means getting the TV out of the bedroom, having that as a sanctuary, a habitat for you and your wife to go where you communicate and you work on your marriage. So. The turned on book is how to turn on every single area, every single category in your life by simply making that connection. If you care about it, then we're going to put intention behind it. If you care about your body, I want you to flip that switch and say I'm going to spend more time looking and thinking about what I'm going to do in the grocery store. If you care about connecting and growing your business, I want you to flip that switch and say, next time I go into the coffee shop, I'm not going to be searching social media. I'm going to be having my head up again. Like we said earlier, I'm looking for the people who are like me. I'm looking for people who are alert, who are open to connecting because you don't know if you're going to find your business partner, your husband or wife. You don't know if you're going to find someone who's just going to be a great friend down the road. If you have your head down there are times to be on social media and there are times to be turned on Ooh. Absolutely.
0: Oh, absolutely I also see that you're a co-author of a book on um, faith into abundance uh, If you can like also give a little bit more about that as well and you know where can we get that book you know support
1: okay. so you can go on Amazon to get that and and I was a co-author a friend of mine who's a publisher came to me and said I'm doing stories about Christian entrepreneurs um, who have, have really turned on their business, and have really turned it into success. Because, you know, one of the things that people get really confused about is the Bible passage where it, it talks about greed, you know. It says, you know, greed is the root of all evil, but not money, not success. You know, you go to any pastor any preacher, they're going to want to bless your life. You know, the, the the Bible talks about about money. So what we want to do is we want to make sure that just because you're a Christian, just because you have great ideas and you want to share them doesn't mean you have to live your life in poverty you know what it means is you have to be cognizant of other people and you have to spread the wealth it means you have to do good things with your money so this book um, faith into abundance was a story about how people turn their faith into an abundance and i talk about my life uh how i met my wife and and how before that i was really one of these guys that just liked the party Um, I wanted everything for myself. I wanted when, When was the next good time? And it wasn't until I started to read the Bible with my wife. It wasn't until I started to realize that we had a bigger calling that I opened myself up to my faith. I opened myself up to the concept of marriage and commitment. And through the faith, through the concept of commitment, and the fact that my wife is also an entrepreneur, it's opened up every other aspect of my life it's affected my business it's affected my health it's affected my my relationships with all my other friends in such a positive way um simply because i was i flipped that switch in my head and turned myself onto something that was bigger and better for me
0: wow that's amazing man um yeah and also i wanted to to ask cuz i know you you mentioned man that you know, your wife coming into your life and you guys are in business together. You guys are traveling the world. You guys also have two beautiful girls as well. You know, um, I think that's awesome, man, because, you know, we all can be in relationships and things of that nature, but it's about how we can come together and also build something bigger than us, something that we can set the foundation for our younger ones that's coming up before our kids. So it's like, how do you stay grounded with being a father, being married, along with business and entrepreneurship as well?
1: Uh, well, I'm not going to lie to you. It's a juggling act. And, and I would say, you know, more than 50% of the time you feel like you're doing it wrong. You know, I mean, just when you're trying to work a business and you're trying to wake up in the morning and that's your time, and then you're trying to get your daughter off to school. You know, I have a seven-year-old daughter, and I try and explain to her that daddy works from home. <laughs> I try and explain to her that if we want to go to Disney World, that daddy has to do this. But you know what? Sometimes a seven-year-old just doesn't get that concept, you know, as much. They want to know uh, why they can't stay home or why do you have to be on this phone call right now or why do you have to go to work? Um, so it's a juggling act. Doing business with your wife and, and, and forming a business and being an entrepreneur with your wife, it's the best of times and it's the worst of times, you know, because Think about most people, most of your fathers, most of your mothers, they got up, they went to work for eight hours, they came home, they spent a couple hours at night with each other. Um, Imagine being with your wife pretty much 24 seven. It takes a little bit of extra, what? What's the word we kept talking about? (laughs) Intention. It takes that little extra intention because because I care. So it's like having a kid. For those of you that don't have kids, Let me tell you this. And for those of you that do, you'll totally get it. Having a child is the biggest gift in the world. It is the best thing. It is the most fulfilling thing ever, but I'll be darned if it isn't the hardest thing you'll ever do. It is harder than any job. It is harder than any workout. It is harder than any book or course or anything you've ever taken. Having a child that you look to yourself and say, how did I do this? How am I going to do it? There's no blueprint. There's no book. Um, You just got to go trial and error. So you just get through them. I wish I could say there was a book I could write or a course I could give that says, hey, this is the best way to raise a child and have a home-based business that will work a thousand percent. But the fact of the matter is most of it's going to be trial and error. I can give suggestions. I can give my own experience, but everybody's going to be a little bit different. So you just have to take it in stride and say, give yourself grace and say, you know what, today on a scale of one to ten, eh, maybe I was a seven being a dad. Does that mean I'm always a seven? No. Tomorrow I could be a ten at fatherhood. I could have a day where I really mess up and I feel like I'm a four. But I want to have more nines and eights and nines and tens than I do fours and fives in terms of judging myself on being a father, a husband, and a business person.
0: Wow, man. Um, that's awesome, too, as well. Just speaking pure truth, man. And speaking about, you know, knowing that it is a juggling that and knowing that it's not easy to be a father, man. And also, we have many listeners who are also tuned in that are our fathers, you know, or soon to be fathers. So that was just good to resonate with their journey as well. And I thank you for even sharing that, man. And speaking of that nature, along with being married and it's, it's, it's like knowing it's like I just been wanting to 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 just hear that you know I'm no father, but someday I will be, and I just love man the impact and the space you're creating man um along the world, man so you know my next question man is to ask you as well um what you know what keeps you you know focused as you spoke on you know being healthy and everything and um also having attention so what keeps you focused Mm -hmm. during tough times where you feel like things are out of place like what keeps you more focused versus just saying hey i'm just going to hang it all up and i'm just going to focus on being a father and just working a day a day-to-day job or so
1: well hey that's a great great question because sometimes there's plenty of days where you feel like hey i'm just gonna hang it up like this is too hard or it's too much of a challenge. I'm just going to put myself again, going back to that cruise control and that flipping the switch. So when I go over to the wall and that off switch or that switch that says I'm going to put my life on cruise control and go for a nine to five and just not try and achieve anything, I got to flip that switch back and turn it on my head and says no. So my faith is a big part of that. Um, you know, there's a story in the Bible about uh, a guy who planted a fig tree. And the caretaker came over, and after after years, he said, "Hey, man, you know what?" He's like, "Your fig tree is not bearing any fruit. He's like, it, it, it's just it's just not bearing any fruit. It's, it's just here to decorate the garden. So uh, I'm gonna have to ask you to tear it down, chop it down." And the guy who planted the fig tree, all of a sudden, he sees like you know, "Hey, I have an ultimatum here, and I don't want to chop chop down this tree. I gotta I gotta tend to it more. I gotta nourish that tree. I gotta." I got to work the soil. So that tree bears fruit. So how do I keep going? What inspires me is because I want to bear fruit. You know, I mean, I may never be uh, an Abraham Lincoln, you know, I may never be a, a Martin Luther King where that you live on for an in infamy because you did great things. But if I can affect one or two or three people, or if my grandkids could look back and say, you know, my granddad did this. He He bared fruit in his life rather than say, you know what? I don't know. My dad worked and he had a job. I I didn't really do anything. And I feel like if each of us wake up and say, hey, you know what? We're not getting any younger. I mean, you're a young man, right? You're you're younger than me by probably 20 years. But you know what? Guess what? You're going to wake up tomorrow another day older, another day maybe less on this earth that you have to bear fruit. So I took a young man like you, I would say, Terrell, you know what? Don't, don't take tomorrow for granted. Don't take today off. What I'd like you to do is tell yourself that, hey, today's a gift, and you've heard that. But you know what? Build on it. Build on this, because you're gonna have to bear fruit. You want your name to say something and mean something. God put you here for a purpose. I mean, My pastor told me that everybody has a book on their life that is written. Before they take their first breath, before you came out of the womb you had a book on your life that was written complete but what happens is it's not that most people can't can't complete it it's that they can't find it that's what he said cuz you're looking in other places and you're looking and you're getting distracted and you're getting turned on by the wrong things instead of the right things so what you have to do is be silent and you have to pray and you say what's my calling and then once you're silent, you find it, you find that book, and you open it, and then everything from there takes off. But the book on your life has been written. It's just that most people don't look for it. They're not looking for it. And that made a lot of sense to me. So now that i found it, I'm going to waste no de- days not reading it and fulfilling it. All right.
0: So now as you mentioned, like most people are not looking for why is that, though? Do you think that because of failure or because of other people's opinions? like Why do you feel like most people are not just not trying to look for or trying to create or seek their purpose? Or, you know, just like I, it's funny that you said that because I was just having a conversation with a friend of mine and we just was talking about that. So if you mind diving into that.
1: Absolutely. Let I me. Mean, I'll ask you a question. I'll ask your audience a question. Here's the reason, it's plain and simple. What's the path of least resistance? Human beings, you know, most of us are wired to choose the path of least resistance. We can apply this to any part of our life right now. If you go to your cupboard right now because you're hungry and there is a piece of uncooked chicken in there and there's some vegetables and you know you're gonna have to put 20 minutes into it or You can go and there's a piece of cold pizza on the table. The path of least resistance is that cold pizza because we are wired to take that path sometimes. You have to turn on and choose the more difficult road, but the more difficult road bears more fruit, right? The path of least resistance in a relationship would be to find a girl who simply looks good on the outside. And not to explore her faith, not to explore her determination, not to explore her moral compass. But she looks good on the outside. That's the path of least resistance because I can get some initial satisfaction, some really quick satisfaction from the physical component. Okay? The path of least resistance in a job is I'm going to just go where somewhere pays me money and I don't have to think at, at all. They're just gonna pay me for showing up. That's a path of least resistance, or I could start my own company. It's gonna take a little bit more hard work. It's gonna take a lot of sweat equity, maybe some blood, maybe some sweat, maybe some tears, but the fruits that it will bear in the long run will be much better. So we're talking about the path of least resistance, and the big one is delayed gratification. If you pick the first girl that comes along that bats her eyes at you, And you don't say, hey, wait, I can do better. Delayed gratification. You take it right now. If you're going to choose fast food over putting healthy stuff in your body, you know what? Because you can't wait 20 minutes to get something healthy and make something healthy on your own. That's delayed gratification. So the people who can't exercise delayed gratification will be the ones who will be overweight. They'll be the ones who will be in bad relationships. And they'll be the ones working for those people who did decide Put more into it, and that's the simple fact. So, if we turn this back into being turned on, right, you're gonna make that conscious decision because you care about your love life, you care about your body, and because you care about your career. You're gonna say, I'm going to not take the path of least resistance, it's gonna be a little bit longer, a little bit harder, and I'm gonna to have to delay my gratification a little bit longer. But man, when I get there, it's gonna be sweet, and I am gonna be glad that I did. And that's why people need courses and mentors and people to show them the way because your human nature like I want it now and I want it here and that's what this cell phone represents that's what social media represents that's what the internet represents are you bored do you want real quick dopamine check your status write something that people will like or You can do something behind the scenes that builds it up, and you can still use this, but you're going to have to turn yourself on and make a connection because you care with intention. And that's where we get it. Some people will get this message. A lot won't. I'm looking for the people that want to hear this message. I'm looking for the people that want to be turned on and realize the value in that.
0: Okay, people with tensions, man. Absolutely. I'm sure, man, it's a lot of people now tuned in and all over the world. It's by you saying that so many people wanted it the fast way, you know, versus just allowing it to take its time, stepping into something, creating something with a group of people, you know, and knowing that it may not be overnight, but it will be something that you guys can look at years from now and be like, man, we did that. Because you know what? I'm going to share something with you. Um, I was looking at Steve Jobs' movie. I think it's a few of them, but the one that came out a few years ago. And just seeing how the whole movie, he just was so tuned in. Like you said, turned on, Mm -hmm. you know, with um, his project, Apple, Macintosh. And it was just so amazing because, like, the man never lost focus. Even when others, you know, seen that, oh, man, you know, you're this person you're making this much, much money, but it wasn't about the amount of money he was making. He said it didn't mean nothing to him. Right. All he cared about was putting that, putting something bigger than life and something that he created along with his team into the hands of others. You know, yep. to, to knowing that you guys can create this too. And I thought it was so fascinating, man, because this is a gentleman who no longer on this earth. Right. But his legacy still lives with Apple, with Macintosh, with all these projects he's created because he put intention to. It. He put yep. um, so much into it to knowing like, man, this will last a lifetime. You know, yep. so. Um,
1: well, let, me, let me give you one more example, though, because you're talking about Steve Jobs. So if we're talking about someone who's no longer on this earth, who had a huge impact and everybody pretty much knows his name. Uh, there's a person everybody knows his name across the planet there's a person that's no longer on this earth who had a lasting impact you know I'm gonna go back to the biblical story of Jesus and he never rushed into anything you never hear a story about Jesus acting and then taking some time off it was the reverse he rested he planned he prayed he, he calculated and then he went to work and did something amazing and that's what people need to realize okay He never said, oh, my God, that that situation needs me. Let me rush into it. Let me do a whole bunch of stuff and act, and then I'll take some time off and rest. He saw a situation, and he said, okay, I'm going to go over here away from all the people. I'm going to put myself in a little bit of seclusion. So if you're a Christian, you're going to talk about prayer, right? If you haven't found that faith yet, then maybe you're going to talk about meditation. Whatever it is for you, I want to include everybody in this. You're going to have to meditate, pray, take time off, calculate, plan, and then act. So being turned on means doing that, not rushing into it, but asking yourself, like Steve Jobs, this is my passion. This is my gift. This is my calling. Let me plan on how to launch this particular brand, how to launch this passion project, how to launch Whatever it is that you're working on, and I'm going to plan and rest and plan and rest till I get it right, and then I'm going to do it. And when I do it, it's going to be powerful. and People are going to remember me. So that's a great example. of Steve Jobs, excuse me, and we get a biblical example. Mm-hmm.
0: And I love the, how you also include with spirituality. You know, I think that's important. That's something I use in my everyday life too, man. I pray at least a few times a day. Um, and not just asking a man, you know, uh, for anything materialistic, but just like you said, being grateful to see another day, you know, thank you for putting good people in my life. Thank you for my family. Thank you for my fiance, you know, um, and just thank you for allowing me to be me, be authentic to speak my truth. Um, it's just, man, cause like you said, the journey can get a lot challenging, you know, it can, but it. It may not be perfect, but it's always worth it, right? And me and you, like you said, we're 20, 20, 20 years apart from each other. Yep. or Maybe a little bit before that or however way it may go, but how we was able to connect. And it's not via social media. I know I said that earlier, but it's also just life. We're now human connection because who knows?
1: You picked up the, picked who, up the phone. Here's the thing. you know, I've like I, I got to make sure that people know that I'm not asking you to not be on social media. I would never say, let's go backwards, but you're a perfect example. You know, you picked up the phone and then we had that connection. Now, if we're ever in the same town, 100% chance that we're going to get together and connect in person. We're going to shake hands. We're going to embrace each other and hug as, as, as men and, and Christians. But if we can't do that, this is the next best thing. But we can't, if you and I would have just been on, on text message threads back and forth and you never picked up the phone and said, David, let me let you hear my voice. Let me let you hear my passion in my voice. Let's talk about where we're both going before we just jump into doing something. That's the planning that came before the podcast is you got on the phone, you took initiative, you called me, and, and that's a part of being turned on and connecting that's just as important because we can't always be there in person, and this is the next best thing. Absolutely. It
0: definitely is, man. Um, so what advice would you give out to those millennials, those future entrepreneurs, those future doctors, those, just like the next generation? Um, yeah. There, you know, to the path to not only entrepreneurship, but also spirituality, to okay. family life, to being open-minded to not being afraid to fail. I know that's quite quite a lot, but if you can just sum that up for me, man.
1: I'm enjoying well, it. The number one thing. I'll give you the number one thing. I've been doing so much, I've been getting coached. I've been doing so much self-development over the last five years and getting coached by some pretty amazing people. And the one thing that I learned is it's it's not necessarily that they are the most gifted. It's that they're the ones that are doing it. Remember that. I'll say it again. The people that you idolize, the people that you see, that are what we call—I hate to use this word—crushing it because I don't even like to use that word. Um, uh, the, you know, they're not necessarily the ones that were gifted the most. They are the ones that simply are taking the steps and putting them into action. So what you're—what's happening now is we're getting caught up because we know that in, in connecting with people and in trying to further our lives that. There will be people that want to punish us. There will be people that want to um, criticize us. There will be people that want to reject us. And there's two things, and I'm looking right here. John Lennon said it. He says there are two basic emotions. There is love and there are fear, and I have that up on my wall. So if we ask ourselves, where does criticism come from? Where does conflict come from? Where does harassment harassment and rejection come from? It comes from fear. And then especially in this age of technology and social media we are starting to idolize people this person has a million followers they must be better than me they must be smarter than me they must be prettier than me you know what that's a shame that's a shame because it doesn't matter they're not more deserving than you they're not richer than you in spirit they're not richer than you in in personality what they've done is they've taken a step and they said, I don't care about failure. I'm gonna to continue to work forward and forward, and if I climb one step at a time, that's okay. But everybody wants it overnight. Everybody wants to go viral, right? I need it now. It goes back to what we were talking about a couple minutes ago. What are we saying a couple of minutes ago is delayed gratification, path of least resistance, Everybody sees Gary Vee and they said, wow, he just hit the scene. No, Gary Vee worked for a bunch of years doing a lot of things, working his way up. Oprah Winfrey, I'm right here in Nashville. Her first job was in Nashville, okay? Oprah Winfrey's very first job was in Nashville, Tennessee.
0: Awesome, man. And thank you for sharing that um, as well, man, um, for giving that advice out. And for those who listening, please, please implement. Please, if you are listening, maybe at the gym school, work, make sure to put this down in your book and implement it into your life every day, man. Honestly, um, this gentleman took time to really share that with you guys, man, from the heart. You know, uh, straight from Nashville, Tennessee, you know. Um, but um, so, Dave, I wanted to ask you, I know we have a couple more minutes left, but um, what's coming up, like, uh, in this next year, man, for you, you know, and everything in business and everything in that nature. So what do you have something, you know, what's the main focus coming up this year?
1: Yeah. So I'm really excited. I'm launching a podcast that I'm doing with my wife and we're launching that on February 26th. That's our anniversary. So, uh, we're excited. Uh, that's going to include everything. We're going to talk, we're going to talk about being turned on in every aspect of your life. We're going to talk a lot about marriage. We're going to talk a lot about faith and, and raising a family, but we're also going to give a lot of business nuggets. So that's coming up February 26th. The book's coming out. It's called turned on that's coming out, uh, in June. Um, I'm working on finishing that up. I've got a couple more chapters. Uh, I'm going out to California a couple times this year, doing a mastermind with a group out there, and I will continue to teach my course. So where you can find me, the course, uh, if you go to sociallyspeaking.com, that's sociallyspeaking.com, the course is there. It's going to be an eight-week course. It's all about how to turn your personality into profit. It's going to be really a hands-on, high-touch course where we talk about how to use your body language, how to use your words, how to craft a story, how to tell a story, how to be interesting. Um, And that's something I've been doing for five years, so I'm gonna run that course again. I have three more courses this year, and there's an e-course coming out as well. So there's a lot of different ways people can find me. There's a lot of different things that are gonna be happening this year. Um, I'm looking to make a big impact and take it to the next level.
0: Oh man, I love that. I love that. Um, definitely, man. And uh, you said that you and your wife are having a podcast and everything coming up. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Where can they, where would they be able to find that at?
1: So we're, we're just canning it. It's going to be on iTunes. We're going to, you know, it's going to be called turned on. Uh, it's going to be on iTunes. It's not ready yet. We're looking to launch it the 26th. 26th.
0: That's three days after my birthday, man. There
1: you <laughs> go. It's a good, it's a good month.
0: Absolutely. Um, so yeah, man. So what uh because you spoke of coaching and everything and mastermind events coming up i think that's an important key especially for those who getting started with entrepreneurship or who are already in, every, all you know involved as well but i believe that everybody has a mentor everybody needs a mentor and yeah. coach so what's a valuable lesson that you know coaching business and everything has taught you you know during your journey like what's something that that you still remember from the day when you first started to now, like to help you continue to
1: grow. Okay, So you guys follow a guy. There's a guy named Joel Brown. He was one of my mentors. Joel Brown is out of Australia and Joel Brown really, again, it's the most simple things. I think when people want to really make an impact, they think they have to think of some far out idea. And really what it comes down to is the basics. So Joel said, you know, you give people action steps and accountability. That's easy. Action steps and accountability. When, when you're being mentored or you're looking for a mentor, you don't want just philosophy. Everybody's got their opinions. You want them to say, okay, what are your action steps going to be? And then I'm going to hold you accountability. Did you do that? Did you follow through? And, and that's what you're looking for in a good mentor not someone who just gives you their ideas and their philosophy on life, but someone who says, here's what you need to do physically and, and implement into your life. And then if you're paying that person or maybe they're being your mentor just out of the goodness of their heart they have to have that muscle that says hey i'm going to hold you accountable to this you know that's a tough thing because nobody wants to be the person that holds people accountable but that's what leaders do leaders don't just say here's the information and go they say here's the information like your mom and your dad i'm coming back to see if you used it so that's what that's the big that's the big thing I would tell you in looking for a mentor or, or being one yourself.
0: Mm, perfect, brother. Shout out to Joel Brown. Absolutely. Um, you know, um, and now we have five more minutes left into the podcast, man. You want to just share something, man. Um, you know, something deep from here with it, you know, with the audience out there that's listening.
1: Yeah, so, you know, what we have to do is, I don't say what you have to do, but what I'd like people to do is just really realize that we're more like than we are different because i think what's happening is we're seeing people um, the news is really trying to show people that are on the fringes you're either on on this side of the coin or that side of the coin they're not showing the middle ground so what we have is we have a skewered view of what's really going on so i would say you know get out in your community more connect in person you know if, if someone's not exactly like you Take the time to get to know them a little bit, because I guarantee whether you guys like the same music, movies, have the same faith, that you're going to find that you're more alike than you are different. What scares me is that if we don't do that, and if we continue to just rely on the news and social media to give us what we think is going on in the world, it's their job to, it's their job to divide us. It's not their job to bring us together, because there's, no, there's really no money for them in togetherness. There's money in division, right? But togetherness is just harmony. So there's more money for the individual in harmony. If you go out and connect in your community with other people, there's more money in prosperity for you. But for the news or for social media, there's more money on getting you to say, I don't like that. I don't like them. The division is where they make their money because division is fear. And people will tune in to see, what do I need to know about my neighbor? What do I need to know about these people on the other side of the country? I'm fearful of that. So, I always say connection is the key, in-person connection. And if you can't connect in person, then use video. It's the next best thing.
0: Hey man, that's awesome, man. Awesome information, valuable information. Hey Dave, man, thank you so much for your time today, man. Honestly, um, I know you have a ton of things you know, coming up and, I know you're excited, man, for the new year, but I'm also so thankful and grateful, man, you know, to connect with you, man. You know, somebody told me, man, I was just on a podcast and told me that I am their brother, man. You are my brother, man. Thank Um, you. Honestly, man, you are my brother, man, big brother. And I I Thank you for our connection, man. I thank you for um, your conversation because that one conversation can change the communication. I thank you for taking the time, to do this podcast, you know, knowing that, no, we're not in the same room, but we're connected from a distance, but still connected so closely, you know, because we have that human connection versus just a technology connection. It's a difference. And how you was able to come over with and come along with attention and taking action and sharing key principles, man, I think that like, this goes down in the books, man. And it definitely, I'm humble, man, to thank you. Continue to build that relationship with you and everything of that nature. So before we get out of here, man, where can the people find you? Uh, via social media,
1: okay, um,
0: your website, um, and everything like that. Sure.
1: Uh, so on, on Instagram, it's David Nori, N-O-R-R-I-E dot socially speaking. David Nori dot socially speaking. Uh, the website is socially speaking.com.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Dave, 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 Dave. Give thanks like you got on your wall. Be humble, be kind. I love Perfect. it, man.
1: Thank you. Hey, Well, thank you for the opportunity. God bless you. I hope that you continue to do amazing things. I look forward to furthering our friendship over the years. And uh, I just want to say how much I appreciate your time.
0: Hey, thank you. Hey, fellas and ladies out there that's listening. Thank you for taking time to subscribe. Make sure to subscribe and tune in to the podcast, the Inspire Before We Expire podcast. Big things coming. Um, this is my guy, Mr. Nori. I'm Terrell Sumter. Thank you so much for you guys, Tom. Um, this is an Inspire Before We Expire podcast, but we're out. Woo! All right. Thank awesome.